Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What is up, everyone? Ryan, it's Tyler, who you can't see right now if you're on the old YouTube. He's doing some remodeling over there for his podcast setup. Welcome to episode 85. That number just just blows my mind every time. It's a lot of episodes. The 100th episode, not that far away. Nah, man, we ain't that far. That's going to be wild. Episode 85. Appreciate everyone that tuned in last week to our little wrap-up on the Toys for Tots Lift-A-Thon. Always a good time talking about that stuff. Uh, Shout out to Dana. Said she'd like a horse retirement farm named after her. Uh, which is yeah. an interesting, interesting choice. Well, so I mean, from appreciate based, that. Yeah, based on her background, that makes sense. If you have no idea what we're talking about, make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, it was a good all episode. Kind of, all kind of gems in there. Yeah, we're gonna dive right in. Couple, couple announcements. Depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening on Tuesday, when it'll most likely drop, the 14th, it's the last day to grab a zip-up hoodie or a t-shirt. The store will close tonight at midnight. Last chance. We've had some people try to add one after the fact, and they aren't having it. So get in while you can. It's uh, scientifically proven. The T-shirts will make you 5% stronger. The hoodies will make you 10% stronger. So uh, make sure you grab one of those. Maximize your efforts. Christmas parties this week. Leechburg and Katanning are Wednesday night at six. I know both places, I believe, have a sign-up sheet in the club as well as in the members group where you can uh, let people know what you plan on bringing. Bring some food. We'll have some festivities going on. Tyler won't be at any of them, nope. uh, but that's all right. So Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, make sure you come out to those. Always a good time. Always a good turnout. Bring some food, healthy or otherwise. It is what it is. It's a holiday season, you know. So big week of that. Had a big day at Top Golf on Friday. <laughs> what a turnout! I think yeah. we had like ten people, twelve yeah. people. I don't even it was, know. It was good. It was fun. Been a, a lot of fun. A lot of lot of swings. A lot of a lot of bodies taking some swings that haven't in a long time. So <laughs> some sore ribs, some sore backs. I'm yeah, sure. Uh, but that was a good time. But let's dive right in all business today. Yeah, man. It's been a bit since we've had an all business podcast. We're all about uh, keeping everybody healthy, as you guys know. So if you go back a few episodes, spent a lot of time talking about proper warm-ups, <clears throat> why warming up is important, how you should warm up, when you should warm up, why you should warm up. And then after you're warmed up, we want to make sure we're doing everything properly. Uh, we want to make sure we're setting ourselves up to be first and foremost as healthy and as at low risk for injury as we can be while working out. Obviously, if we get hurt working out, you know, kind of defeats the whole defeats the whole point of, of trying to be healthy. So yeah, first and foremost, want to make sure we're reducing the risk of injury, but then also want to make sure we're maximizing our strength as well. Uh, and form plays a big part of that. So we're going to dive into talking about all things form, 
proper form, how to, you know, some little cues, some little things to look out for on some common exercises and who knows what else. We have a very loose plan as As always, always. not really sure what we're going to talk about, but before we dive in huge week, (laughs) huge, huge week for our boy co-host, our second idiot. We got, we got a closing on the first house this week. First house, man. How are we feeling? What are we, what are we thinking about? What, what are our plans? How, how are we doing with this? Um, it has moved way faster than I thought it would. Uh, I thought like the whole process was going to take forever. Um, and it's two days away. Uh, so it's been a little wild, uh, a little wild, a little wild, uh, just navigating all the final things, all the final logistics of stuff uh, on top of just the schedule. The, the one thing I found is like with how our schedules work, like it's really hard to like navigate things with other people such as, you know, real estate agents and utility companies and things like that. Especially when I'm doing this with, you know, my, my girlfriend and we run two entirely different schedules um, with me working splits and her working, you know, the different shifts that she works. So it's been a challenge and a half. Um, trying to like schedule walkthroughs, actually both be there for everything and all this kind of stuff. Uh, trying to schedule the closing um, has been a bit of a train wreck. Uh, she's having to like clock out of work early and make up hours elsewhere. We're having to swap some sessions around so that, you know, I can be there and so forth. So it's, it's, it's been a little wild, um, but yeah, big week. Huge week. Uh, looking forward to seeing how that turns out for you. If anybody, you know, looking forward to, to that uh, second studio, cycle studio. No, no, a little spin studio. If anybody wants to, you know, contribute to the cause, do we prefer Lowe's? Do we prefer Home Depot? What type of what type of uh, gift cards we prefer here? Uh, probably probably Lowe's, just because it's the closest. Everybody rally together. Let's let's get some uh, let's get some Lowe's gift cards. For a first-time homeowner here, yeah, see if we can get you hooked up here. But uh, big week, good stuff. Looking forward to hearing more about that process next week. Yeah, for sure. Let's dive in, man. Before that year-old uh, fit aid starts, <laughs> starts. Yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a good call. Let's do it, man. So, like I said at the top, talking form today. Talked warm-ups a couple weeks ago. As people are returning to the gym here uh in december january when the weather gets not so great outside we see a lot of people come back the average kind of visits each day in the gym goes up people get back to working out and uh we want to make sure we stay healthy so what do you got for us man where do you want to start yeah i mean so i would probably go through and start with some some basics some of our compounds um you know our <clears throat> squatting uh, lunging, overhead pressing, um, you know, standard bench pressing, which, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit on earlier today when we were discussing, you know, the, the topic. Um, so I would, I would probably say hitting some of the basics that most people run into. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, I would probably start with squatting, uh, you know, number one, everybody kind of knows the movement. It's such a common thing. It's so, uh, normal to see people squatting, uh, and, or, um, 
you know, we'll hear the the realm of, well, I don't squat because of my knees. So if not squatting, it's, you know, leg pressing or something like that. Um, but really just kind of diving in on that, like when we're doing these exercises, especially if you haven't done it for a long period of time, like it's always good to start with the basics. Um, you know, one of the basics I always like to start with, with people is box squats. It's easy. You sit down in a chair every single day of your life. So you can sit down to a box. Uh, you're just doing it more often in a short period of time. Um, and that just allows you to really focus back in on having proper hip hinging movements and, and moving your body accordingly. When we go to sit down uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, most people just plop down. They don't actually use proper body mechanics to, to sit. So by doing a box squat, we can really focus back in on proper hip hinging, uh, shifting the hips back, dropping our you know center of gravity down, keeping our weight much more even throughout our feet, uh, bending the knees appropriately and making sure that we're keeping them in line, uh, allowing them to go out uh, instead of caving in towards each other. Um, things along those lines are really, you know, step number one, because it's such a great way to just start back to those types of movements and you can still load it. You can still add weight and get a really good, you know, leg exercise in while maintaining safety and stability and so forth as you go through. Um, so for me, squatting, that'd be step one, make sure that you understand how to properly sit first. Uh, and then we can kind of take the next step from there. Yeah. And I think with the form discussion, you, you kind of mentioned it. A lot of times people will, you know, just avoid it instead yeah. of fixing it, uh, which doesn't really help anybody. You know, it's one thing if you're like avoiding like a peck fly, you know, cause you don't yeah. really have to do that, but like you have to squat in life all Squat, the time. Yeah. Squatting is you a know, fundamental movement of the body. Yeah. All the time. So a, a lot of what people do is like, if something bothers them, they just avoid it completely. And that really just makes it bother you more and makes it worse when, when your approach should be more so along the lines of like, this doesn't feel good or this bothers me. Like, how do I fix it? How can I scale it back to build up the foundation to be able to one day do like the full on exercise without any type of restriction or modification. So the focus should definitely be on fixing it, which you mentioned a great way to kind of start with that, with the box squat. Um, so what, you know, what happens if people avoid it, obviously, then they go and they have to squat down to pick something up or sit down, like you said. And, you know, that's when the injuries happen because their body's not able to do that. And there's so many joints and muscles and, and, and so much stuff involved in a squat that by oh, avoiding yeah. it, by avoiding it, those things become tight, immobile, weak, you know, it's a big chain reaction of just avoiding an exercise. So we're not saying yeah. you got to go in there and you have to throw a bar on your back with a bunch of weight on it and bang it out or anything like that. It could be body weight. It could be box squat. It could be goblet squats with a kettlebell. It could be yeah. dumbbell, whatever. Lots of just different doing ways. that movement pattern is going to keep your hips and your knees and everything functioning properly. But yeah, definitely probably the number one exercise that people have form issues yeah. or like just complaints, like the yeah. knees are bothering me, the back's bothering me uh, ankles, hips, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. it could, could be anything. It's definitely a, definitely a common, um, a common one that causes some of those, some of those injuries or not even injuries, just not feeling great when yeah. they try to do it and because issues. of that, the form goes to shit. Cause they're, 
you know, trying to compensate for those things bothering them. So yeah. And I think definitely worth spending more time for sure. Yeah. And and it, because it's a compound, you know, it, it, it's using multiple joints of the body. Like Ryan said, you know, we've got ankles, knees, hips, you know, technically if you're doing back squats and even if you're goblet squatting, like your shoulders and so forth and upper back are a part of this movement to maintain proper position. It incorporating so much stuff, but the thing that a lot of people tend to forget is that everybody's body is different. Um, you know, so there's different factors that play. Uh, if you have long legs and a short torso, uh, your squat's going to look very different than somebody with short legs and a long torso. Um, you know, if you're short, uh, it's much easier to do it just in general. It's much, much easier to squat. Heard that. <laughs> much easier to squat. It's much easier to do a lot of exercises. We'll touch on some of the other ones here in a few, you know, but if you're, if you're lengthy, you know, or, and, and, and tall and you got long arms and long legs and things like that, like certain movements are going to be harder. It's just the reality uh, of it. And you have to kind of play around with, with the form to find what is comfortable and what is uh, helpful for you, um, which kind of leads into some of like the, uh, arguments that are in the fitness space of like when you squat should you have your knees over your toes when you squat should you your weight be fully on your heels when you you know squat should you have you know chest up you know and all these different things like you have to you have to play with those things because it's going to be different for everybody like everybody's cues uh, that they need to focus on are going to be entirely different um, from you know at least from my experience yeah, the structure definitely matters, you know, being, being tall, being short, you know, every, everything you mentioned there, it's just going to, it's just going to put you in different, you know, it's like levers and stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> physics and stuff. Right. Yeah. So, uh, not, not that this is going to be a physics or biomechanics lesson. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not going to go into like the, hey, the two hardcore, idiots. You know yeah, I mean? We're not going not into the hard cores of it, but like we not, know the basics. Not two professors, not, not two professors here, two idiots. So, um, but you get it, you know, the, the taller somebody is, the longer your limbs are, the angles are all going to be different. It, it's just, it just makes it a different movement for different people. That's why generally power lifters and bodybuilders and stuff are usually like shorter and just because yeah. it's easier to be stronger you're, you're set up to be in a better position to do so center of gravity is much easier to maintain yeah i mean if you ever like watch watch a kid in high school that just had a growth spurt that grew like 10 <laughs> inches try to try to do a squat uh and, yeah and see what happens it's usually it's usually ugly. a mess so it's ugly yeah the, the length of the limbs is definitely going to affect a lot of exercises especially the squat um it's going to affect what the proper form is. Like, like Tyler mentioned, you know, based on your structure, it might be a little more advantageous to, to lean forward a little bit, as opposed to keeping your chest completely upright. It might mm -hmm. be better for your structure, for your knees to push out forward a little bit, as opposed to sitting back in there. So that's why, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about staying away from machines um, because you can't really control any of that. Yeah. You just, you just kind of have to do it how the, how the machine is built. Whereas if it's a, a pull down or a row or a bench press or a push or a squat or whatever, you know, you can customize that to your structure 
most importantly, if you're using free weights or body weight or whatever it might be. So, um, just kind of another, the main reason really why we preach free weights as opposed to machine stuff is just because everybody is, you know, built some, some machines you might be structurally built like perfect for. Yeah. And it, and it might work out for you. Great. And be right in the right range of motion that you need and the right plane of motion that you need. But it's not always, not always the case. No, no, not at all. And I mean, like diving into squatting as well, if we're talking form, you know, obviously we've talked mobility a thousand times now. Uh, mobility plays a role in that as well. If you've got shit mobility, your form's going to look like shit. Or that's the reality of it. Um, you know, so taking that into consideration, um, making sure you're doing things to make sure that your joints are still mobile, your ankles, especially through squatting, your hips, especially through squatting, like those are going to be massive things that you just got to make sure are happening and, and you're taking care of. Because otherwise, if you're not, form's not going to be there. That's, I mean, that's why having somebody, you know, a set of eyes is, is really important. You know, that's why figuring out going through and doing a movement test to see what your mobility is like and for somebody to be able to watch you squat or do some of these more complex technical uh, exercises is really important. Just because, you know, it, it's hard to just say, okay, like everybody, when you squat, you need to do x y and z to have good form you know it's depending on depending on mobility restrictions depending on past injuries depending on strength level you know what what we tell you to to focus on is is probably going to be different you know like we we talked about whether we should be in the in the toes you know letting the knees come forward or if we should be sitting back in the heels sometimes people come up on their t- like their their heels come off the ground and they're pushing their knees so far forward that you know you would be telling that person hey we got to sit back in the heels a little bit yeah or somebody might be so far back in their heels they're almost like falling over backwards and for that person you know we're going to need to tell them to to let the knees come forward a little bit and, and keep the keep the weight a little bit more centered so depending on how your body's set up your strength level your experience level what your current form looks like yeah the recommendations for good form and how to get you into good form is going to be different you know for everybody and and it's really important to you know make sure you have somebody that knows what they're doing be able to watch that and and correct that for you and and kind of guide you through what adjustments you know your body needs yeah second one i dive in on uh, was one that you brought up that you talked to uh, good old Matt Pish about last week. Uh, and that's diving into push-ups. And that's just because it, it has carryover. You know, our push-up position is very, very similar to our bench pressing uh, position from flat bench. Um, and I see this all the time with people doing push-ups, um, whether it's modified or normal or anything like that. And that's just how we place our hands to allow our elbows and so forth to move through the movement Um, and typically we see a lot of, um, you know, our forearms, our wrists to our elbows at a very hard angle, our elbows flaring out, and we're trying to push through, um, that sort of positioning, which is, I mean, technically you're hitting more of your triceps than you are your actual pecs and chest and so forth like that. 
but just the strain and so forth that comes with that on the joints and, and the discomfort that can come with it is, is pretty brutal. And, you know, you, you made a good point to Matt, which is simply just, you know, tall forearms, just having your forearms be vertical um, when you're going through that type of position, uh, which is true. You know, we want to make sure that when we're doing these types of things that we're keeping our wrist to our elbow, almost like it's a pole in the ground uh, and it's there to keep us stable, um, you know, as we go through these pushing movements and it takes tons of pressure off the joints, uh, you know, the discomfort that might be there. Um, It should make the exercise easier because you're actually using proper muscle groups now. It's not just portions of it. Um, and, and you should have more strength in that positioning, obviously better for the joints in general, keep them healthier longer. So really diving in and making sure we're doing proper push-up form, which carries over to bench pressing, dumbbell bench pressing, all that kind of stuff is super, super, super important. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's so part of good form is, you know, setting yourself up to be structurally sound yeah you know based on based on the anatomy there so if you were if you were trying to hold a wall up or or lean into something or keep something from falling over you would probably stand there with your arms locked completely straight because now now just the way your body is put together is is working for you Mm -hmm. uh you know the bones and ligaments and tendons and joints and everything is like locked in to help support holding that up if you were doing that with your arms bent, now it's all in the muscles. Like the muscles are what's really trying to, trying to do that. And you're just not going to be as strong. So setting yourself up to be like structurally solid is just going to put you in a better position. And like you mentioned, as soon as you have some type of angle with your forearms, now all those little stabilizer muscles around the elbows and the shoulders are getting brought into the equation and wrists around your wrists and your triceps like you said and you're only going to be as strong as you know the weakest link on the chain there so those are just smaller muscles that aren't going to be as strong they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to push as much weight and they're also going to fatigue a lot faster so when you do that instead of using big strong pecs and shoulders and muscles that are much bigger and much stronger now you're using more of your triceps, like you said, and your and your all those stabilizers around the elbows and the wrists are all getting involved, and they're going to bomb out much faster than your chest and your shoulders are going to. And um, if it's a bench press, you know they're not going to be able to handle as much of a load as if you're structurally set up well that your chest and your and your shoulders are really taking on most of the weight. You're going to be able to do more weight, and you're going to be able to do it for more reps without without your muscles kind of gassing out. So putting yourself in the, in the proper position to be strong and to be efficient is just as much an important part of good form as lowering the risk of injury is. And and if we're going to do an exercise, one, we want to make sure it's not going to hurt us, but we also want to make sure we're going to be able to get the most out of it and, and do it as efficiently as possible. So uh, that's really important. The other big one we've been talking about and burn a little bit uh, with the dead stop pushups is making sure we're firing everything and using everything that we want to be. And this could be a whole other topic with a bunch of different exercises. So um, for that example, you know, a lot of what I was seeing from people is when they put the hands back on the ground to push themselves back up, everything was kind of loose. 
and they were kind of almost doing like the worm. Like it looked like yeah. a cobra. Like they were, the upper body was coming off the ground first and then the lower body was kind of following. So yeah. not only that, but even going back to squats or deadlifts or bench press, like a lot of these exercises are, are kind of total body exercises. Like you, yeah. you're using everything. And, and that example, you know, by tightening up your core, tightening up your glutes, getting your body to all be one uh, kind of stiff two by four, like the fence I just fixed out here, uh, getting your whole body to come up as one piece. You're going to be much stronger. You're going to recruit your entire body. You're going to use all these muscles in your body. Same thing with the squat, keeping your core tight, keeping your upper body flexed and where it needs to be. Uh, it's just going to make you stronger and safer on the way down. So yeah, uh, making sure you're, you're recruiting all of the muscles and, and using your entire body for stuff. Um, is, is going to be really important a good form too. Yeah. I mean, that goes into everything, like you were saying, I mean, just because these are, you know, coined as muscle specific exercises, doesn't mean that the rest of your body can just be lackadaisical on things, you know, uh, thinking on it, obviously you said pushups and, and squats and so forth. I think about pull-ups as well. Um, that's a big one that a lot of people don't engage the core enough on when you're going through and doing it and you got the legs swinging back and forth that people are trying to get up and, and whatnot. Um, you know, there's a lot of exercises where, you know, and, and I think we've said it before on here, like your core should be engaged in every single exercise that you do. Like there should be no exercise out there that your core is not engaged on unless you're sitting on a machine the whole damn time. Yeah. And again, another great reason not to do a machine. So you know, everybody wants to do core exercises. Everybody always wants to ask for exercises to do for your core. And really all these big exercises, deadlifts, squats, even bench press, rows, and anything where you need to brace and kind of lock your body down to be able to do the exercise is going to be a probably better and more efficient core exercise than, you know, doing some half-ass crunches or something or weird stuff that people do. Um, yeah. To try to get a stronger core. So, yeah, recruiting the proper muscles, bracing, you know, the core and the back and everything is is a crucial part of having good form. So when you start putting all these things together, you know, that's when you can really unlock some strength. That's when you can really protect your spine and protect your body from injury. You know, if we're, if we're you know, looking at doing exercises that are maybe uncomfortable, but scaling them back and working through a progression to improve that, you know, now we can unlock some more mobility, uh, flexibility, get into better positions that are going to translate to every day. But then at the same time, as we're doing that, if we're setting ourselves up to be structurally sound, you know, getting in positions our body is built for to, to leverage that and to gain an advantage from setting up properly. And then we also recruit all of the muscles that we can, especially our core, uh, then we're going to, you put all those three things together, you're going to be much stronger than if you're just kind of half-assed doing an exercise without all of those things. I mean, if you just, yeah. if you change nothing else, like in the same workout, if you went from, you know, doing a limited range of motion with, pro with bad form and not bracing and not recruiting all these muscles, and then like five minutes later, you did all of those things at the same time, like you would be drastically stronger 
and oh, feel God, drastically yeah. better uh, as I get absolutely obliterated by the sun all of a sudden. Oh, man. So good. <laughs> so uh, good. I try to move to the side here. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, it, it's just especially when coming in, you know, when you haven't been in for a long time, like form should be a number one thing, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a practice uh, really is what it comes down to. Like you have to practice these things. And every day when you come in, it's practice. Every time we put people through, you know, a workout, like you're practicing a movement and, and this skill uh, because you, you want your body to maintain that thing. And, you know, we've said it before and we've said it, you know, thousand times like if you don't use you know a specific uh movement or you don't do something for a long period of time like your body is going to forget how to do it uh that deems it a skill like you have to continue to practice that to keep that skill and that's what this is all about you know we want to maintain proper body mechanics and, and fundamental movements of the human body you know throughout our lives so that when you're 80 you can continue to squat down and pick up your groceries and squat down and pick up your laundry and, and live an independent life. You know, if you don't get the makeshift shield, yeah. uh, you know, if you don't continue practicing that stuff now, you will not have that when you're 80, you will not have that as you get older. So you have to work on those things. You have to really take your time, practice the form. And when you take your time and do that stuff, your strength is going to go much more, um, what's the word i'm looking through the roof yeah like like you're just you're gonna get so much stronger um than you you would think like yeah i mean we're talking about practice you know what i mean we're talking about practice so and the other the other thing about that is all of these things these form things embracing and, and all this you should be just aware of them on your first set as like your heaviest set or your hardest set because generally the injuries happen doing like the dumbest shit Oh God. Yeah. All the time. Like you bend over to pick up like a sock and your back goes out or something. So like, I think a lot of times, especially weightlifters are like hyper aware of all these things on like when I'm going to squat 315 pounds. Yeah. But then like they keep everything loose or like, they're just not as focused on the form when they're warming up with just like the bar on their back. And that can just as easily you know, explode a disc in your back as 315 pounds can. So yeah, when you're warming up back to that topic, practicing the form and the warm up and kind of greasing the groove, if you will, like yep. doing everything properly and being just as aware of your form and of your effort and of the muscles that you're recruiting during warm up exercises is just as important as like I said, drawing your heaviest set of, of that exercise, because you can, you can reinforce the pattern. Like Tyler was saying with all the practice, like you can use the warm up for that, but then also, um, just, you can just as easily hurt a knee or hurt a hip or hurt a back yeah. or a shoulder, you know, kind of half-ass and lackadaisical through a warm up. So that's why we, we hammer the warm up stuff all the time and warm ups, you know, you're going to get you're going to get out what you put in. If you just kind of slap around through it, it's, it's not going to get you much, but if you really focus on the form and, you know, focus on bracing and putting your body in the proper positions, then it can, it can have a big impact for you. Yeah. I would think that another like big form thing that I tend to see a lot is also just the, um, the inability to properly like 
set your shoulders in a certain position. Uh, you know, we always say retraction and so forth, uh, which is like setting your, your scapulas down and back, you know, in your body, which kind of makes you, makes you feel tall and, 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 you know, stable really, um, you know, and that movement is there for a lot of different things. Like we want you doing that when you're overhead pressing, we want you to do that when you're squatting, technically when you're bench pressing, you're going to think about doing the exact same thing. Like it's in, you know, if you're doing just a plank, you know, like you want to have that kind of strong upper back position to maintain. And a lot of people struggle to do that just because of weakness in the upper back. And because we have, you know, rounded shoulders, uh, from, you know, living in today's society. So making sure that you're truly practicing, uh, being able to get into that position, making sure you're doing the things to keep the upper back and shoulders healthy. So you can have the proper form in that, uh, you know, we talked about it a long time ago now from uh, a question from Mike Manis, you know, with like, what's like the ratio of pull to push that you should be doing, you know, and we said it then, like, it's like a two to one ratio, three to one ratio you should be pulling two to three times as much as you're pushing, you know, to help maintain just the proper posture and anatomy within the body, just to keep yourself, you know, moving functionally and healthy. Yeah. Shoulder blades being able to move. Is That's a, a huge issue. It's a big one. Um, not only for mobility, for injury prevention, but for strength and putting yourself in the right positions to be strong. Like Tyler was talking about him. And that, I mean, that's when we do, you know, the scap, scap pushups or hanging and, and moving the shoulder blades around is, is crucial. So don't overlook that stuff for sure. Um, it's, it's a great one for, for form. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it goes back to like, if you struggle to do it, if you have issues with it, like that goes to the practice side, you just have to keep practicing and keep working at it. Cause that's how you're going to get the body to understand that you're trying to do it. And it will respond over time. Uh, but if you just give up on doing it, then you're never going to get it back. Yeah. And when you're setting up for these exercises, I mean, just going through in your head, like a little checklist, you know, like if it's a squat, like think about where your, your feet are, think about where your knees are, think about where your hips are, where your back's at, or my shoulders where they're supposed to be, you know, whatever the exercise is, you know, there's more to it than just like doing it. You know, like think yeah. about your setup, think about it as, you know, be focused on the exercise, be focused on the rep while you're doing it. I, I think, especially in some of our group sessions, we get a little, we get a little chatty while we're working out and, and you're kind of like subconsciously going through the, the exercises there where we should be kind of hyper-focused on each rep of each set of each exercise to really dial in and, and focus on these things. So, um, try to do that. You know, it's a little bit of a challenge for everybody going forward. Try to really focus in on every rep, focus in on your toes, your ankles, your knees, you know, everything and just see what feels good. See what feels stronger. See what feels, you know, more comfortable on backs and, and any other injuries that you might have and, and really become aware of your form uh, is, is probably the best place to start. Yeah. I would say there's one other thing that I know for certain that I'd like to call out, and that would be hip hinging. I mentioned it with squatting, um, but hip hinging is the first essential like movement within a squat. Um, you know, obviously it's a, it's a main movement um, when you're deadlifting and whatnot. And man, do people have trouble doing that? 
um, you know, understanding how to shift our hips, um, you know, and move our center of gravity uh, from wherever it is to keep ourselves upright, to keep ourselves, you know, stable um, is a huge issue. And this is where uh, that upper back strength comes into play to keep from, you know, rounding out uh, our shoulders and, and our upper back, making sure that we can properly maintain the position, not locking our knees, actually pushing our hips out of alignment. Um, you know, I like to think if we, if we're looking at like the side of the, your body, you know, you have your, your shoulders, your hips and your feet, you know, when we're going through, we have this line and you should be able to push your butt and hips back to create a triangle. Uh, and we don't want any rounding happening up in the top to make a, a snow cone or whatever the hell you want to make it, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it should just be snow cone. that's the first thing i thought of um you know like <laughs> the classic snow cones and like the paper cone cups the snow cones suck they're terrible um i'll eat the marshmallow though that you can get them i'm not even aware of a marshmallow oh yeah man you get marshmallow in it it brings it up brings it up um, but yeah, like, you know, you, you want to think like you're trying to create a triangle now with your body of the three main kind of joints that are there, the shoulders, the feet, you know, the ankles and, and the hips. And when you're able to start getting your body into that position, like you will feel a thousand times stronger. You'll feel a thousand times more stable. You're going to be shocked by how much better your movement is through exercises. And it's simply just because you need to take your time focus on the form and practice. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to, you know, imagining that line right down the center of your body, if you're looking at it from like the side, you know, people always complain about balance, you know, and talk about how difficult balance is when you get the knees and the hips on the same side of that line, you're going to fall. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be off balance. So whether it's a deadlift or a squat, the knees should be on one side, the hips should be on the other side so that that line is right down the middle of your body. That's your balance. That's your center of gravity. It's going to be much easier to be stable and hold that position. When people hip hinge by just leaning forward, now your hips and your knees are both kind of like in front of that line. And then that's when people are kind of falling forward or they're coming up on their toes because all their weight is shifting forward. Yep. Or even the same thing going backwards. You know, if, you, if your knees and hips and everything go backwards, that's when you start your toes come off the ground and you kind of lean back and start having to catch yourself. So whether that's a single leg deadlift, a regular deadlift, whatever it is, you know, the hips should stay back. The knees should be soft so that that line can be there. Yeah. Um, and then that's going to improve the balance more than, more than anything really. So all good stuff, man. Good, uh, good tips. Make sure you guys are, are putting some of this into use. And, and like I said, the best way to, you can't fix your form until you're like aware of your form. So yeah. really dive in and, and focus on each rep and then you'll be able to make some of these adjustments and make some of these tweaks and, you know, we'll be able to watch you and give you some feedback on where you kind of need to, to be or where you need to adjust and, and you can be stronger, you know, there's, you can be healthier and all that stuff. So be aware of it. That way you can work on it and, and you can get the most out of each rep. If you're doing, three sets of 10, you know, over those 30 reps, you should really be able to dial in and improve your, your form by the last couple reps of the last set compared to the first couple reps. And yeah, really look at it as a challenge to do so. So we'll give a lot of that. great info, uh, a lot of great info. 
Big week. Remember, last chance, if you're listening to this on Tuesday the 14th, last chance to grab some gear. Got Christmas parties all week. Uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Dollars buying a house. It's all kind yeah. of good Little uh, all quick. Kind of good stuff. Two idiots fun fact. Um, yeah. The mirrors in the gym are so you can look at your form, not stare at yourself when you're doing things, like, and admire yourself so you can fix yourself. Like, yeah, that that's that's why they're there. Um, so hey, check yourself out while you're at it, you know? Yeah, what I mean, if you doing? want to, but like use it for its actual purpose first, which is, you know, form check it, form check, like form let's, check. Let's do that. Then you can admire your hair and your makeup or whatever the hell you want to admire the bicep yeah. pump you might have. Mm-hmm. Speaking of admiring, fell into another video the other day. Oh man, these dudes were splitting giant boulders with like wedges it was awesome they had like 10 or 12 like wedges they weren't even that long like they were probably i don't know six inches 10 inches long there was like 10 of them in this boulder and they would just like alternate hitting each one with like a sledgehammer and then eventually this giant boulder would just like split in half and they'd like run out of the way because it would like tip over (laughs) It was awesome. It, it was a little slow moving at first, like waiting to see it happen. Yeah. Because this dude was just going to town on all these wedges and really nothing was happening. And then it just like would slowly sprint, splinter, like crack down the middle. And then yeah. he'd, give it, he'd give it another shot and then it would just just crack right right down the middle. It I'm was gonna amazing. To, I'm going to have to look up this video. It's a great video. If you've, if you've, you know, seen any good videos of heavy machinery or airplanes taking off in weird spots or you know cruise ships doing anything cool or hydraulic presses or people shattering rocks let us know these videos are great they're great they'll really yeah they'll they'll pull you in man this this was an interesting one so have you seen the ones where um the dudes are seeing like how many pieces of glass they can hit a golf ball through uh no but i did see somebody throw like a baseball through a bunch of like balloons yeah like huge balloons and like yeah, made no. it all the way to the last one yeah i saw that it's kind of similar right yeah what same same concept him. and probably the same people um they're like a bunch of aussies uh just just having a good time just like being 30 year old adults playing like kids all day for for work damn that's what i'm doing you know <laughs> what i mean that's what i'm doing so great great video uh also i've been seeing a lot of i've been getting a lot of ones in the feed of uh mini golf people there's some people that their whole page is like they just go to all these different mini golf courses and whatever so i've been enjoying that too so interesting huh. yeah it's been good that's been good so maybe we got to do a like pittsburgh mini golf tour yeah get on there to uh glenn's have a have a you know, seasonal competition over the course. Do you ever of- play around at Glens? No. Damn, dude, you lived there for almost two years. I know. <laughs> Never got an eighteen holer in. I think I went twice. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll have to. Maybe we'll have to yeah. I mean, we already talked about a a little golf outing at some point. Yeah, coming out of Top Golf, we we got to get a golf outing going this this yeah. summer uh, or spring. So if any members would be into doing a little golf. Let us know how you'd feel about that. I, I think it'd be a good time. We got we got probably our most most golfers on the staff we've ever yeah. had at any point. Um, 
coming out of Top Golf, everybody was working out the swing a little bit. Tyler was yeah. giving free free lessons to everybody. Hey man, uh, I fixed Delbert. So we're ready. So we're ready to go. If anybody'd be interested, don't have to be good by no, any you stretch. You know, we all stink for the most part. So, um, yeah, let us know if you'd be into that. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time. So, yeah, man, good stuff. Good episode. See everybody next week. Next week's Christmas week. Man. Yeah, man, it's, it's here already, already here. So we'll have to bang out a couple couple yeah. episodes. Get ahead the next few weeks. So, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go back, listen to the last couple. Watch along on YouTube. Views are coming up on YouTube. People enjoying the video version, I guess. Yeah, so that's cool to see. Let us know if you have any thoughts, questions that we can answer on future episodes, whatever it might be. Appreciate you guys tuning in. See ya.